The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dave's... Dave's what? Dumbing It Down with Dave. Episode 99, are you ready to dumb it down? All right, that's fantastic. That's great. A little rusty there. I always introduce the show as Dave's Fit Life, but it's dubbing it down with Dave. It's always been dubbing it down with Dave. I haven't had one title change since the show has started, but I'm now doing a YouTube channel called Dave's Fit Life, and I just finished doing like a 12-minute a uh, YouTube uh, episode, and uh, I was still on Dave's Fit Life uh, mode. Anyway... Welcome, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, my sincerest apologies, but first of all, we'll get to that. It's uh, October twenty seventh. It is day fifty seven uh, since my last podcast. Forgive me, audience, for I have sinned. I cannot believe I've let fifty seven days go by. This was the most of out of all my podcasts. This was the most unintentional one. I really did not realize until last night that it was pointed out to me that I haven't done one in a long time. And then I looked and I said, oh, wow, I haven't done one since August 31st. This was absolutely unintentional. I mean, mostly unintentional. It's probably a lot of psychosomatic behavior on my part, but whatever. Um, but this is this is episode 99. I haven't uh, titled it yet. Maybe I'll title it somewhere along the way. I have a couple of ideas, but let's see how this goes. Uh, it is Saturday morning. It is rainy. You could probably hear it. I'm not sure if you can hear it. The slower I drive, the less you can hear the raindrops hitting the windshield. Or maybe you can't hear it over my booming voice. Anyway, uh, real quickly, that was Alex Exum at the top of the show. Alex Exum has been doing the intro to the show, I think, since about episode 20 or so. And you can hear Alex on the Fringe FM or the Fringe.FM. Look for uh, uh, Live Talk. Live. Alex Exum, A L E X E X U M. Uh, I'm singing his praises because uh, he's been very nice to me in the podcast world. One of my uh, greatest philanthropists and uh, and uh, buddies and helpers, and he lets me call into his show and gives me a lot of time. And then he blames me for hijacking his show. But the truth is, I enhance the show. I'm not a hijacker. I'm like one of those male stewards that comes in and gives everybody drinks. And uh, don't doubt my sexuality. Just because I'm a steward. But anyway, but uh, you know, I come on the show sometimes and I help out. And uh, I think him and I do very well together. Anyway, it's fun for me and it's fun for him. I think it's fun for his listeners. So that's Alex Exum. You can find him on thefringe.fm. And uh, he does a live show Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. 10 o'clock Eastern to midnight. That's my buddy Alex Exum. And he talks about whatever. Everything that's on his mind. Just like I do. But he does it better. And he's got a great voice. He's got a lot. He's a lot of fun. He's uh, he's uh, somewhat chaotic, somewhat um, somewhat interesting. He's uh, he's a good guy. Anyway, did I plug that enough? Yeah, because he's been doing my intro for the longest time. We're not in the Kia, of course. We're in the Honda Fit. We just haven't changed the intro, but that doesn't really make any difference. Uh, so where are we, folks? Uh, where have I been? Um, why am I doing a show after fifty-seven days of, uh, of absence or fifty-eight days or whatever it is? Um, you know what? This is a great question. Uh, a lot of it is psychosomatic. 
In other words, I've been avoiding, I've been trying to subtly avoid episode 100. Uh, and in order to avoid episode 100, uh, one of the things I have to do is avoid episode 99. And I'm not doing a good job of that because I'm doing episode 99 right now. I've already failed at not doing episode 98, 97, and I don't know how many episodes since, I don't know, 80-something or maybe even 50-something. I can't remember when I really thought about, hey, at episode 100, I really want to do something different. I don't want to do episode 100 and celebrate the first 100 episodes. Yeah, I could do that, and I guess that could be interesting. And if I had audio editing equipment, uh, or I had an editor that helped me with the show, we can go over, or we probably should have planned over the last you know, 99 episodes, you know, cut out some highlights of things that have happened, you know, some of my mistakes, and all my yawning, and, um, and I found out uh, last night, you know, I had an interesting night last night, that um, one of my fans, who's also a co-worker, uh, and somebody I've known for a long time, um, and I'll just say his name because it's not a big deal. I'll just his name is Pat, and uh, he pointed out to me. Thank you, Pat. He pointed out to me uh, some subtleties of the show. Actually, let's, let's not call them subtleties. Let's call them nuances. There's some nuances. <laughs> oh wow, there's a bee in my car. Hold on, I gotta stop. Hold on a second. I gotta get this bee out of my. Oh, there he goes. Wow. That was weird. Why was there a bee on a rainy day, on a cold, late October day? There was a bee in my car. I just had to open the window, and he flew out. Wow. You know, he's probably here because of my oranges and my apples in the car. I got, like, fruits in the car now because of my diet. All right. Anyway, Pat had pointed out some nuances of this show that he finds interesting. Things that I say, things that I do, things that, uh, you know, uh, he notices. I'm sure everybody notices that are good, mostly good, I mean, you know, there's bad too, and like if, uh, he had mentioned to me, like if he was in college, you know, there's things that I do that would make a good uh, college uh, drinking game, you know, like I guess when I say whatever, or, um, you know, you don't care, I don't care, nobody, all that stuff, it was, there's a few more things, and, you know, I, I appreciated him noticing these nuances, I don't do them purposely, it's whatever I say and do, I, I just say and do, you guys know that, and, and he knows that too. But anyway, um, he had mentioned, he's like, oh, I've been waiting. I, uh, I don't see Pat, by the way. I don't see a lot of the drivers at the job because we're supposed to be driving. That's a key to the story. We're supposed to be driving. When we get to work, we're supposed to be handed paperwork and we go driving. Well, last night, a lot of us didn't drive for a long time because our company is in disarray. There's issues. Lots of issues. There have been issues. Last night, they really came to a head. I mean, just, you know, IT issues and equipment issues and just a lot of issues. So a lot of us sat. We sat. I sat for 10 hours last night. I sat for 10 hours. That's a lot of time for a truck driver to be sitting. So we sat there. I sat there for 10 hours yesterday. And um, Pat was there and... Jeff was there. He's another fan of the show. He's the one that brought the show to a bunch of other guys uh, at my job. And um, there was, was a whole bunch of drivers at the table. More drivers than we ever have. So we're supposed to be driving. But yesterday we were sitting and waiting. Waiting because, you know, the loads weren't ready. And it was just a big mess. Anyway, so they had come out. 
you know, we were talking about a lot of different things, and Pat had talked about how he was been waiting episode 99, and um, I've been talking about all this, and I looked over at my phone, I went, wow, I didn't realize, <coughs> excuse me, it had been since August 31st, since my last show, and, uh, and I promised I would do one, and it's not going to be the show I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to, uh, although I think I was talking about something else about five minutes ago, so I was talking about Pat, yeah, Pat I know for a long time, and uh, he really had a lot of nice things to say about the show, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I know Pat for a long time now, and I got to tell you, you know, uh, honestly, uh, there was a point, like almost every relationship in my life, there was a rough patch uh, between Pat and I, and uh, that's all over now. It's all water under the bridge. Uh, probably more than anybody I've ever known in my life, uh, that's water underneath the bridge. You know, once again, I think... It was two people who at a moment in time might not have been at their best. I mean, that probably explains every bad relationship, you know, where at one point it was good or it was amicable and then it becomes sour. Um, But in this particular case, I do assume, I do assume for certainty my fair share, my fair portion of the responsibility in what went wrong. And it's a fair, it's a fair share, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you're selfish in the worst way, because there is selfish in a good way, when you're selfish in the worst way and you're um, uh, immature and you're stressed out, there's factors, there's a lot of factors, there's criteria that goes into your uh, poor behavior. It's just a lot of factors. So I was not at my best at all 20 plus years ago. Was this before my son was born? I think that's how long I know him. I think it might have been just after. It doesn't really matter. It's at least 20 years ago. I don't even know if he even realizes that. But uh, it could be 15 years ago, but it was a while ago. So anyway... But he was gracious to me before everything went sour in more ways than one. And I guess I didn't appreciate it. Um, Could have he behaved better in the situation? Probably. Does he want to admit to that? Does he want to talk about it? Does he even want to go back there? It's not up to me. And I'm I'm not going to sit on my hands and wait or whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, not because it's not important to me to, because there are certain people in my life I, I want them to apologize. But, you know, these are relatives or these are friends I've known for 40 years or 40. You know, the thing between Pat and I is silly. It, it's immature, and it, it, you know, at least on my part. Uh, I'll let him speak for his part one day if he wants, but it's just nothing I'm going to oh, sit on and hope it manifests into, into some sort of cancer in my body you know I want to get rid of this so uh, on my half everything is all forgiven and forgotten you know I actually can let it go people say Dave you gotta let it go you gotta let it go in this particular case I can let it go why Dave because he was so nice to you about your podcast um yeah yeah but not because it fills my ego you know I do like when anybody says positive things about anything that I do that's important 
you know, anything that's artistic or whatever I do that I feel has relevance and somebody compliments me on it, yeah, I feel good about that. No, but in this particular case, it showed me a level of maturity, and I'm not saying he was immature, I'm just saying it shows insight, it shows a willingness to let go, to forgive, forget, forget. he might not have any of this going on in his head, he might not, Dave, I don't know what you're talking about, whatever happened, that's in your side, it's not on his, he might say that, I don't know, but once again, it it makes no difference to me, I I want it gone, I got to eliminate these negative things in my life, I don't want these things manifesting in my body and coming out as a cancer, or as, you know, high blood pressure, or anything, I, I I want only joy in my life. So he's taking the time to say very positive things. Also, there was some product stuff that he was trying to help me out with with Dave's Fit Life, the YouTube channel, which I he apparently is watching too. So when somebody takes an interest in me, and can you say the same thing for you? When somebody takes an interest in your life in a positive way, or at least in a curious way, but this was more than curious, this was curious and positive and supportive, um, it feels good. I mean, you could say the same thing about yourself, right? It's nice when somebody, in an intelligent and careful manner with integrity, puts themselves out there and says, I, I want to help you. I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to, you know, have a relationship with you at the very least on this particular level. And that's the level that we can work with at this point. Is Pat going to call me? Am I going to call him and say, hey, let's go hang out? No, that's not going to happen tonight. And that's probably not going to happen soon. And it may not happen, never. Not for any other reason than probably, you know, he's set in his ways with his circle of friends. And I'm pretty set in in my ways with my zero circle of friends. So, um, you know... Whatever. Anyway, I'm, 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 uh, I'm going on too long. Four, 14 and a half minutes. I want the show to be a little bit more concise. So anyway, thank you, Pat, for that product that you showed me with the, with the, with the heat pad, with the thing, with the hot plate. Uh, I'm going to look that up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to purchase that for uh, Dave's Fit Life, maybe even for my wife. She could use that at school. She's a teacher. It'd be nice to have a little, uh, what is that called, hot logic. It was called hot logic or something. It's like a hot plate and a lunch bag. It really is basically that. It's a hot plate inside a lunchbox. Really, it's a bag, but it's a lunchbox. And you can heat your food. It actually cooks food. It just doesn't keep it warm. By the way, can you hear those raindrops? It's pouring in Saugerties right now, Saugerties, New York. All right, so thank you, Pat. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, everybody that was there last night. Uh, It was nice to hang out with you guys. It's nice to have uh, amicable, uh, intelligent uh, relationships and um, and interchanges with people, and uh, when it's intelligent and it's good, and you know when it's about me, it's even better. I'll, I will say that it does feed the ego, but this is a very personal project. You understand, dumbing it down with Dave, and so is Dave's fit life. These are personal things I'm doing; they're personal. Um, and so is uh, my friend Linda, her awesome insanity surfers. That's very personal. She puts a lot of work into her uh, her uh, podcast. Awesome Insanity Surfers. You can find that on Spreaker. You might even be able to find it on iTunes. I don't know. Alex Exum puts a lot of work into his show. My friend Emily uh, Carpenter. She puts a lot of work into uh, Choice Happens. 
uh, I have a lot of friends. I have uh, Robert Waddle down in Florida. He's doing a show, I think, with his son or his sons, Tyler Waddle and I think Adam. And they do Two Men in Florida. These are personal things that we do. And now it's all over, you know, it's on the internet. So it's nice when people chime in and they say nice things. And if he said things that weren't so nice that he said it in a nice way, you know, in a constructive criticism way, that would be nice too. You know, it would have been really horrible if he or anybody had come up to me and said, you know, your podcast really sucks. Well, that's not really constructive criticism. It gets to the point. I would have heard that and uh, it would have affected me. uh, But anyway, so blah, blah, blah. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, everybody. It was good. So, um, yeah, I've been avoiding episode 99 because it gets me closer to 100. And I'm going to have to embrace it, folks. I'm going to have to embrace the truth. The truth is this podcast is only going to be so good. It's only going to be so produced. It's only going to be a, a, a fraction of what I want it to be until I can learn how to do sound editing. And I'm going to have to have the time to learn how to do it. And even when I learn how to do it, unless I can do it quickly, that's going to take time. There are things that I want to do. And there's time I want to put into planning the episodes. I really want to make a difference in, in the world. Yeah, but I want, to, I want to at least feel like I'm making a difference. Although Pat said I, he did relate uh, very much to some things that I had said about withdrawing from your, your life savings account and uh, putting that that you've withdrawn into your financial savings account. That he really related to. And, you know, I think, yeah, that was a pretty good, uh, that might have been the peak of my podcast career that I said something so intelligent. But uh, it's nothing new. It's just that the way I said it. He, uh, that might have been one of the first episodes he heard. Anyway, he latched on to that. And that's good. But uh, that's me being honest. And I have to continue being honest for this show to be a success. That I will do. That I can do no matter what. That's easy to do. I'm not going to make up stuff. That's ridiculous. Um, and if I do, I'm gonna, you're going to know that I'm making it up. You know, it's, I'm not going to try to pull the wool over your eyes. But I do want to do a different type of show. I wish I had more time to put into planning. And frankly, even if I had more time, I don't know how good of a planner I am. Uh, I've never done that in my whole life. It's probably one of the reasons why I barely graduated high school, because I didn't put all that time, uh, legitimate time, into book reports. If I did, that was a long time ago, I don't remember, and I probably should have never stopped. Um, But I did not have a great scholastic career. But I think it's that lack of scholastics, that lack of effort I put in, and the lack of return of knowledge, how to do reporting, how to do book reports, how to do, how to be a journalist, how to write a story. I can talk a story, you know, I can tell the story, but to write a story and to write out a plan for a podcast, you know, do I have it in me? I don't know. If I had all the time in the world, do I have it in me? I don't know. Um, I would want to do it. Wow, it's getting a little windy now too. This is a nor'easter, by the way. Um, this is interesting. So, um, Oh, the leaves are finally falling, really. Like, this is going to be a good day for leaf falling. I can see them. It's like snowing leaves in my backyard. Um, but I do want to different, do a different show, uh, a better show, a much more prepared show, a much more pertinent show, a much more uh, re- uh, relatable show in every which way, more, more informative, more compelling, and uh, equally as entertaining, or even more entertaining, you know, it's hard to do, and I have to embrace that. I have to embrace at the age of 55, and that's hard, folks, 
That's a hard embrace because that means that I have to really super embrace that I am a truck driver. I'm 55 years old, legally obese, although I'm working on that. If you don't believe me, go check out my YouTube channel, Dave's Fit Life. I don't know what the URL is. Just put in Dave's Fit Life. Maybe I'll put a link in the show notes. I think I always say I'll put a link in the show notes. I don't think I ever do. I don't think I ever get around to it. I'm sitting outside my house right now, folks. I stopped driving. Uh, I had to pause the show a couple of minutes ago because I had to go into a store and get some non-dairy creamer, which I hope I successfully did for my wife because she wants coffee. She wants some non-dairy creamer. But uh, I'm sitting in front of my house. and uh, So uh, anyway, I have to embrace this. Is it sad? You know, it's a little sad for me, uh, but it gives me a point of reference to work with. In other words, uh, I got to take it day one day at a time. And maybe by the time I retire, maybe that'll be in five years when I'm 60. I hope it'll be in two years when I'm 57. But maybe at some point I'll be healthy enough, I'll be wealthy enough where I can retire. I can live off my wife's uh, earnings as a teacher and um, her her medical uh you know, her insurance, and I could just really concentrate on being a, a smarter, better, well-written, uh, well-prepared uh, podcaster, person, creator, whatever you want to call it, learn how to do audio editing, learn how to do video editing, and uh, really tell the story I want to tell. And I really want to do this thing called Dave Saves the World. Um, we all think we have great ideas, and I would like to do something where I bring my great ideas to life. And you might say, Dave, you haven't been doing that already? No, not not the way I want to do it. I don't have that time to really fully elaborate on my philosophies, on really honing in on pragmatism. You know, I really want to be, I don't want to be known as a leader in pragmatism, but I just think it's a worthy way of life. And I would like to discuss that. And I know there's probably, there's downfalls, you know, everything has shortcomings, but I like to see how pragmatism fits with religion, fits with minimalism, fits with mindfulness, fits with the truth, and fits with happiness, and fits with the search for it all. There's there's something going on in this country, folks, maybe even the world, and it really concerns me, and I know it concerns you. And most recently, we had Megyn Kelly get fired from her show for some comments that she made on her show. And uh, that may or may not be the reason she was fired. They might have fired her for low ratings. I'm not even sure what the ratings are. But this whole conversation about what she said about blackface and Halloween and the way it was interpreted or the way she said it or whatever it is, that's just one uh, symbol of one, one part of it all. One thing that happened, but there's things that happen every day. The way that the United States citizens uh, relate to our president, Donald Trump, the way they don't relate to him, the way they the way that we supported Brett Kavanaugh, the way we didn't, the way that we gave this other woman the ability to speak uh, to see if we could not vote for Brett Kavanaugh and the lawyers, uh, the lawyers behind them and the, the all the people that were involved in all this process. I watch the news every day, folks, you know, maybe not every day, but enough. And I listen on the radio mostly because I'm a truck driver. I listen to it enough. And I don't know, are you all picking up on this? Is everybody picking up on what's happening 
to the way we behave, the way we talk, the way we correspond, the way that we are all, whatever, integrated into some sort of uh, system. And uh, I don't know what even that means, but, you know, there's just something going on and it's not good. And is it the decline of Western civilization that's been going on for the last 40, 50 years? Yeah, probably. But it's, it's I, well, it's definitely getting worse. If, if it's a steady decline since the 60s, it's been getting worse. Maybe some of you go, no, Dave, it's been getting worse since the 70s. Some of you might say since the 80s. But however it's been getting worse, we're sliding down a, a hill here. We're sliding down a slippery slope. And I just would like to talk about it. I would really like to fully vet out my thoughts and uh, engage with you a conversation about what's happening and find out how accurate I am. And, and But not even how accurate I am. What are the solutions? What are the solutions? Because almost everybody I talk to seems to realize that something is going on. We are sliding down. We're losing traction. It's a little scary. Because who's going to save us? You know, there was a movie years ago, I've mentioned it on the show before, uh, called Waiting for Superman. It all had to do with this educational school system Maybe in New York, maybe in Baltimore. I can't remember. Maybe in New Jersey. But it had to do with waiting for Superman. And I think I've brought that up several times during this podcast. Like, we're waiting. Some of us think Donald Trump is the closest thing we've had to Superman. A lot of people think he's the closest thing we have to Lex Luthor and Kryptonite. So, where did he go wrong? I mean, we all have our ideas. And where did where, where did the other side go wrong? Where where did the where does the left go wrong? Where do they go right? And why does everything bother everybody so much? Everybody's so upset. And why are we so unhealthy? And why are we so uneducated? Why are we so immature? Why are we so not gun crazy? But why are all these guys shooting up all these things? And we just had that bomber, uh, as I'm recording this, that just got caught for sending those bombs to everybody. Why is journalism so biased? Why is a lot of things so biased? Why are the products that we buy and manufacture, manufacture and buy, why are some of them so horrible? Why are we so okay with recalls now? Recalls are just a part of life now. Why do all these engineers get hired by these the big three, you know, GM and Chevrolet or what a GM and what is it, GM and Chrysler and Ford, whoever they are, and Toyota especially too. Is it the big four? Is it the big five? Why do we make cars that are defective? All those engineers, all that time, we can't make a, a car that isn't, doesn't get recalled? Baby seats? Paint? Uh, food? We can't, we can't keep salmonella out of food? We can't somehow... Go to a hotel and not get Legionnaire's disease? We can't uh, go in a building without it leaning too much in one direction and being uh, condemned? We can't uh, have batteries and phones that don't blow up? We can't have food that isn't uh, you know, genetically modified uh, in a negative way? We, we, we just can't do things that are whole? We can't live a whole life? We can't stop smoking? We can't stop manufacturing cigarettes. We can't cure cancer. We can't do a lot of things. I can go on. We can't not abuse children. 
We always have to have people that are growing up to be child abusers. And people who are in the care, the, the, the work of caring and the work of teaching. That uh, We just had a guy in Albany just got caught being a, a child abuser of a five-year-old child on a playground. We can't seem to f- figure that all out. We can't figure out traffic. We can't figure out potholes. We can't figure out traffic signals and how to keep traffic flowing. We can't figure out safe airline travel. We can't figure out how to keep the air from being dirty and the water from being dirty. Speak to those people, where is it, up in Michigan? I can go on and on. We can't figure out a lot of things. We used to be a great country. I'm not saying we're not a great country, and I'm not trying to do let's make America great again. I'm saying that I don't think our focus is where it should be. And I would like to talk about that because I have a lot of ideas about my focus and your focus and how we could live differently. The closest I can come to is mindful. But mindful is a word, it's a buzzword that's being thrown around a lot. And I never want to go with the crowd. I never want to be the cliche guy. And mindful is slowly becoming a cliche, I think. It's slowly becoming this buzzword that's going to be passe. They're going to be, oh, that's so 2017. But I think I have examples of how to live mindfully. I think examples of how we do things wrong. And how that got perpetuated and how we consistently consistently perpetuate the wrong way of living, the wrong way of thinking. And this is why we're in the messes that we're in now. We're in a lot of messes. Yeah, we can't fix racial relationships. We can't fix the economy. We can't fix a lot of things because we're way off track. And we're totally not as mindful as we need to be. And if I could just point to one thing, and we'll shut it down because it's 30 minutes now. And uh, it's not the podcast I wanted to do, but I'm, I'm sort of happy with it. I, I, I interrupted because at one point I had to hit the pause button and go get some non-dairy creamer for my wife. So I kind of forgot where I left off, but maybe you heard it, maybe you didn't. But, um, uh, but I, I'm going to be satisfied with this podcast, I hope, I think. Uh, we'll see. But one thing I could point to that really is at the core and I love getting to the core. That's, you know, the subtitle of this podcast is, is truth, pragmatism, happiness. And I also added, you know, integrity and mindfulness and probably a few other things I can't remember and the search for it all. So if I can get to the core of our problem, folks, one of the things I like to start discussing at episode 100, I probably won't. Uh, we'll see. I can't make any promises, uh, but probably won't is we are far, far from self-preservation. Think about that. Once upon a time, our lives were all about self-preservation. The food that we ate, that we hunted for, that we grew in our backyards and our farms. Um, uh, the, The cleaning of our clothes, the houses that we lived in. Everything took time. Everything took a lot of time. It was all about self-preservation. Were we all farmers? I don't think we were all farmers once upon a time. I don't know. I'm not a historian. But once upon a time, we were too busy for podcasts. Once upon a time, we were too busy for Facebook. We were too busy for Firestick and Netflix. We were too busy for Shameless. 
and Entourage and Sneaky Pete and The Wire and Hill Street Blues and, you know, Grey's Anatomy. We were too busy for foolishness. We were too busy self-preservation, self-preserving our lives because we were farming, we were cooking, we were hunting, we were building, we were cleaning, and, uh, you know, and we went to church. And I'm not a pro-religion guy. I'm not anti-religion. I'm pro-religion enough. Oh, oh by the way, i got to thank my friend Mark, before I forget, who prayed with me on the phone one day and prayed with, uh, prayed with his, uh, by himself and prayed with his family and his church for my mother. And she made, in a, in a matter of 24 hours, made a miraculous uh, re- uh, recovery. Not 100%, but she, wherever she was in the beginning of her stroke, after I prayed with Mark and uh, and uh, whatever he pr- no, actually actually well, I forget the timeline, but he helped out and I I appreciate him doing what he did on his side of the phone with his friends and family in his church and then I appreciate him taking the time to pray with me. I never prayed before, never prayed before. That was really quite uh, quite nice. It was uh, actually very interesting. It was actually very enjoyable. Uh, would I do it again? I would do it with him. I don't know. I, I got to trust you. And I trust Mark implicitly. So thank you, Mark, for, for doing that. I'm so glad I, I didn't forget that. And that's burying the lead, folks. That's what I just did. I buried the lead. That should have been the top of the show. If I'm really going to be pragmatic, if I'm really going to be earnest in my integrity and all that stuff and the search for happiness and everything, I should have started with, let me talk, I should have started off the show with, let me tell you about my friend Mark, who I've talked about on the show many times. Not always in the most positive light, but in this particular matter, he really rose to the occasion, and uh, I really am humble by his efforts. So thank you, uh, Mark, for that. It was really beautiful of you to do that. Uh, I've never prayed before. That was actually very, it was very nice to hear him say he, he did a very good job. I, I don't know what bad praying is, but that was very good praying. <laughs> he, uh, he, he got me. It was really compelling to listen to him talk. I didn't know he had it in him. Um, I've never heard him pray before, so I have no idea. I've never heard anybody really pray like that. So it was really beautiful. Mark, you did a great job. You, you're really good at what you do. I hope you find happiness in, in your world of the Bible and religion and all that. Uh, based on that, you know, if that was an audition, I think uh, I think you passed. I think you got the part. I think you got the role. All right, so, um, yeah, I want to talk about all those things. And uh, so I want to thank Mark. I want to thank Pat. I want to thank Jeff. I want to thank Robert. I want to thank Linda. I want to thank Alex. Um my buddy, the spark, who's in, uh, he's, uh, in hibernation right now, Jeff, the spark. Um, and I, if I left out your name, I'm really Emily and Caleb and Jason, um, and Andy and, um, Doug and, uh, oh, and Rob, Rob Greenlee from Spreaker. I can't forget Rob. And if I did forget your name, please forgive me. It's just, you know, I'm trying to do the best I can to squeeze in all these names while I'm looking at my phone, have 6% of power, and I'm at 35 minutes. So thank you, everybody, who has contributed, really, to 99 episodes of Dumbing It Down with Dave. I really, I really appreciate it. This uh, was really, it's been a great run, it's, and it's not over. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to do episode 100. I should do it next week. I should do it Tuesday on the way to work. But we'll see. No promises, because it's not going to be the show I want to do. Um, real quickly, uh, for those of you who don't get enough of me with Dumbing It Down with Dave, uh, you can check out uh, the Not So Kosher podcast, Not So Kosher, with Bex. 
uh, I do this Not So Kosher podcast. We did a whole bunch of them. We haven't done any in a while, but they'll all be new to you. Some of them, the sound is awful. So the ones that have sound that is awful, hit the forward button until you can't take it no more. Or don't listen to it at all. It's my apologies. But some of them are good quality. And we did some uh, shows from the podcast movement 2018 in Philadelphia. Those sound pretty good. And I think they're kind of fun. I don't know. We're trying something. You know, it's new to me. It's new to Bex. The Not So Kosher podcast. Also, I uh, have a couple of appearances on Live Talk with Alex Exum. Uh, it's also on Spreaker. I don't know how you find it. You either do Alex Exum or you do live talk, or you go to the fringe.fm, or if I have the time, which I don't know if I will in about five minutes when I exit this vehicle, I'll put it in the show notes. And there's a couple of episodes where I am on the show, you know, talking to Alex for like a half hour or 45 minutes, maybe even an hour, and I guess it's entertaining. You, you'd have to decide for yourself. Okay. Well, the rain is not going to let up. The show is over. I got 6% of power left. Thank you once again, everybody. Thank you all. Please continue to share. Please continue to post, repost, engage, and um, keep the positive energy coming, folks. I really, I've heard athletes say that, you know, uh, at a game. Yeah, we really uh, get electrified by the crowd. And I got to tell you, I, I do I do get electrified when people like Pat come up to me and say things to me or Jeff or whatever. It's, yeah, is it an ego stroke? I guess. But you don't have to say that I'm great. You just say what you like about the show, which is, you know, is, is a part of me. Whether it's Dave's Fit Life or whether it's <clears throat> um, Dumbing It Down with Dave. I'd like both of them to continue. And I got more things I want to do, folks. But these are two I can handle right now. No, these are two things I can't handle right now, to be honest with you. I can't handle both. I can barely handle one or the other. But whatever it is, it is. I'll do the best I can. All right. Great. That's good. 38 minutes. All right, folks. Let's see if I remember how to do this. Goodbye, good day, good night. Good riddance. Good luck. Good rats. Great skills. Now, see, I, I talked it out. I, I, I should have just done it. All right, goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. Go look them up. Good rats, great band. And great skills. See, eight things. I know it's eight. If I sing it, I can do it. If I talk it out, I screw it up. All right? Should I do it one more time just for just for a good measure? All right, let's try it again. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good rats, and great skills. Why do I feel like I repeated something? I think that's about right. I did it twice. Who cares? It's eight things that start with the letter G. It's the way I end the show. And, uh, and take, once again, Pat, Pat liked that when I say great skills. I say great skills because I don't want to put everything into luck. So, I don't do it. There's nothing with the G that relates to religion. All right. I don't know. Gideon? I don't know. There's no, you know, everything has a reason that uh, I say those words. It's all part of the way we say goodbye. But there's nothing religious. Um, God bless. Oh, do I say that? Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. I do say Godspeed. Should I say God bless? Godspeed. God bless. Or should I pick one or the other? I don't know. Good rats, great skills. Well, oh, there you go. That's a good thing for you guys to chew on. Should I just stick with Godspeed? Should I do Godspeed and God bless? Or should I do God bless instead of Godspeed? I like Godspeed. That's really cool. When I first heard Godspeed, I went, hey, that's really cool. What does that mean? You know, God, I don't even, I still don't know what it means. But it sounds cool, right? All right. Maybe now I have nine things to say. 
Ay, ay, ay. I just made everything complicated. All right. It was a good episode. I'm satisfied. 30, uh, 40 minutes. Good enough. Goodbye. Thank you, guys. We'll see you in episode 100. God willing. <laughs> see ya. Bye.